One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. This morning, borders tumble. Millions of Sydney siders welcomed back into the Sunshine State. Victorians expected to receive the same news today. Restrictions to roll back. The New South Wales Premier set to change venue capacity rules and allow more at-home gatherings in time for Christmas. Urgent investigations. South Australian health authorities scramble to figure out how a couple caught COVID in hotel quarantine. And parts of Australia set to sizzle. New South Wales, South Australia and Victoria prepare for a scorching weekend. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Queensland's border ban on Sydney is finally coming to an end in time for Christmas. From December 1, millions of southern residents will be welcomed into the Sunshine State, bringing billions of dollars to the local economy. And if they stay virus-free, Victorians will be welcomed as well. I have uh, been in contact with both the New South Wales Premier and the Victorian Premier, and I've advised also uh, the Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews, that if they reach that 28 days, then they too will be open on the 1st of December. Airlines are now scrambling to put on hundreds of extra flights. Already some Sydney to Gold Coast trips on Tuesday are selling for more than $1,200. But businesses are breathing a sigh of relief with struggling tourism operators already rolling out the welcome mats. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has welcomed the decision from Queensland to reopen to Greater Sydney. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. The PM has spent months trying to end the border battle. Yeah, Scott Morrison says this will not only bring joy to families but give the economy a much-needed boost, supporting jobs, helping small businesses as more visitors and tourists stream into both Queensland and New South Wales. The PM insisting Queensland's decision shows that the National Cabinet plan for all the nation's borders to reopen by Christmas, except for WA, is progressing. As we head into the Christmas season, Australia's opening up. It's my sincere hope that we're another step closer to really beating this pandemic. I want to wish everyone out there all the best as we continue on getting through this together. Australia is on track to face more than $1.4 trillion in debt within four years, as the Reserve Bank warns state and federal governments not to withdraw their stimulus spending too early, that that could have long-term economic impacts. So reopening the borders uh, so crucial to that economic recovery. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. Victoria is heading for record debt after the Andrews government delivered a big spending, big borrowing budget to try to kickstart the COVID-ravaged economy. The 350 
$50 billion splurge will see net debt soar to $87 billion this financial year and $155 billion over the next four. Subsidies and concessions are designed to get hundreds of thousands of people back to work, while the COVID health response is costing $2.9 billion. The record budget came on a day Victoria celebrated a stunning COVID milestone with no known cases of the virus. On August 11, Victoria hit a peak of 7,880 active cases. It took 106 days, but the state has finally reached zero, declaring the second wave over. Coronavirus restrictions in New South Wales are set to ease further, with the Premier expected to announce changes today. It's understood the government will alter strict density rules, operating under a one person per two square metres from December, meaning more people in certain venues. The number of people allowed inside a home is also set to increase from 20 to 30 or more, while there could also be changes on the way for workers, with the government moving to get more employees back into the office. An urgent investigation is underway into the latest twist in South Australia's COVID cluster. Health authorities are trying to work out how a couple caught the deadly virus in hotel quarantine in Adelaide. The man and woman were previously thought to have caught COVID overseas, but DNA testing has linked them to the Parafield cluster, raising questions about security. I don't believe that there has been anybody in the wrong room at the wrong time, OK? So I'm pretty confident uh, that that's not the case. Meantime, a pizza bar worker whose lie sparked South Australia's lockdown has expressed remorse, but his lawyer says some information provided by authorities has been inaccurate and unfair. Australia's athletes at next year's Tokyo Olympics will have to return home after they've finished competition in a plan to stay COVID safe. Social distancing measures will limit the amount of people allowed in the Olympic Village, forcing athletes home early. Many Australian stars will also miss out on the opening ceremony in a scaled-back Games showpiece. But Olympic athletes are not expected to undergo two weeks mandatory quarantine on arrival in Japan. Steve Smith has warned India he's found his hands again. Smith had a four-month lean patch in the IPL but is back feeling good with the bat during his stint in quarantine with the one-day team. People, I guess, close to me that know me well, um, I've, I've sort of found my hands the last few days, which is, um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely excited about. The quarantining Aussies will only join the other half of the one-day squad on Friday morning, hours before the opener against India. Smith also hasn't ruled out a possible return to the Australian captaincy after being sacked following the sandpaper saga in South Africa. The search for a 16-year-old boy missing off Scarborough Beach in Perth's north has turned into a recovery operation. The teenager got into trouble during a late-night swim with three friends on Monday night. Surf lifesavers and police spent yesterday combing the water for any trace of him. A search from land will continue at first light, but marine and aerial searches have been stood down and are unlikely to start again. Police are hunting two armed men who stole a luxury Mercedes from a Western Sydney service station. The 18-year-old driver had just filled up at the Warwick Farm BP when the carjackers struck. They threatened him with a knife and he handed over the keys to his $100,000 car before the thief jumped into the driver's seat. 
A government task force in New South Wales has been announced to investigate food delivery deaths. An Uber Eats cyclist was killed after being hit by a truck in Sydney on Monday night, the fifth death across Australia in the past two months. This is carnage. That's one every 11 days. Uber Eats admits the industry needs to do more to improve worker safety. Parts of Australia will swelter this weekend with temperatures set to nudge above 40 degrees. A blanket of heat will sweep through from today with South Australia, Victoria and New South Wales affected. The blistering conditions will peak over the weekend with a cooler change forecast by Monday. Some spots are likely to exceed November averages by as much as 15 degrees. A man is behind bars in isolation after being extradited from the Caribbean over the alleged murder of a Sydney woman. Sex worker Kimberly McRae was found dead in January. Yesterday, Hector Valencia arrived in Sydney from Aruba, flanked by detectives. He was refused bail to reappear in January. Four detectives will now remain in isolation for 14 days. While it's been a difficult year for retailers, many are hoping that a bumper Christmas is just around the corner and they're getting in early with big discounts for this weekend's cyber shopping event, which experts are predicting will be bigger than Boxing Day. It's the most wonderful time of the year for bargain hunters. The Black Friday sales just days away, but some retailers are out of the gates early. This is the event of the year. We've got lots of offers in stores. We're seeing massive brands heavily discounted, so Dyson, Kogan, eBay, Amazon. 3,000 brand new smart TVs are up for grabs online at Lloyd's Auctions. Prices starting at just a dollar. At Coles, they're offering 15% off gift cards for almost 100 stores. It's new Best Buy Bonanza also offering bargain coffee machines, paddle boards, even outdoor furniture. We're taking inspiration for some of the best products you can find and making them really affordable. With analysts predicting Aussies will splurge between two and five billion dollars in the coming days, we're being urged to shop smart. Write a list, stick to the list, do your research beforehand. But shoppers are being warned if a deal seems too good to be true, it probably is. With these big online sales, the prime time for scammers to strike. And they are out there trying to catch consumers. Losses to online scams are already up 42% this year. So make sure you only use authentic sites and payment methods like credit card or PayPal. Stop, think, do those checks before you part with any money. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Cruising was one of the most high-profile casualties of the pandemic, but as borders reopen, the industry is set for a comeback. While large companies are taking bookings for next year, smaller boutique cruise ships are already setting sail with COVID-safe protocols. Sunset on the top deck, the open ocean as a backdrop. These scenes were unthinkable as cruising went into COVID-induced hibernation, but slowly, steadily, cruising's making a comeback. It's great to have a ship underfoot again. Coral Expeditions is the first Australian company to cruise again, starting with smaller ships and fewer passengers. Cancer Cairns, out through the, the outer known areas of the Great Barrier Reef. Even for the coral discoverer, with just 70 guests, the challenges are great. Every guest and every crew member goes through a, a pre-cruise um, visit with a general practitioner. And all must have a negative swab within three days of cruising. What Whatever it takes 
to get people back on board safely, we'll embrace it. Gold Coasters, Petraea and Ed Stuttart are cruise fans, having taken nearly 50 trips in three years. They had six booked this year, but all were cancelled in the wake of the Ruby Princess tragedy. Who just misses cruising so much will be ever so pleased to get back into it. The protocols used by smaller boutique operators are being watched closely by larger operators. Some hope to restart in February. We see an opportunity with the low transmission of, uh, of COVID in the community for a, a phased measured resumption of cruising. Open borders will help. The majority of past passengers are keen to cruise again uh, at, at the soonest opportunity. Emily Arnold, 7 News. French police have used tear gas to dismantle a migrant camp in the middle of Paris. Violent clashes broke out as officers moved in to clear hundreds of tents which had been set up illegally. The French interior minister has launched a probe into the police action, describing the scenes as shocking. It comes as France prepares to ease its coronavirus restrictions in the lead-up to Christmas. Two of Australia's most dangerous predators have come head-to-head -head in Western Australia's north. Drone vision shows a monster croc dwarfing a bull shark. The five-metre croc hung around for about 15 minutes. We're told it's very rare for both a crocodile and a shark to be spotted together. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has broken 30,000 points for the first time. This is a live shot of the New York Stock Exchange big board, the market boosted by positive vaccine news. Closer to home, a similar story. Japan's Nikkei up more than 600 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords and the ASX 200 both finished higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,801 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 45 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73.4 four US cents, just under 87 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. Trains will stop running across the Sydney Harbour Bridge early next year due to a major upgrade of the iconic structure. From January 1, work will begin to rip up the 88-year-old wooden rail deck and replace it with concrete. It's a window of opportunity here. Never in the history of this bridge had we had an opportunity at the quietest time. Buses will replace trains between North Sydney and Wynyard while the maintenance is carried out. Wall Street has reacted strongly to news Donald Trump has finally cleared the way for Joe Biden to begin his transition to the White House. 7 News US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Washington DC. Good morning Ash, the Dow Jones has hit an all-time high. Good morning, Jody. Yeah, a positive reaction on Wall Street this morning with the Dow up about 500 points right now, cracking 30,000 for the first time ever. Uh, investors, it seems, buoyed by news of a Biden transition finally underway uh, and positive news on the vaccine front, which is what uh, the president is crediting this rally for. We've never broken 30,000, and that's just despite uh, everything that's taken place with the pandemic. I'm very uh, thrilled with what's happened on the vaccine front, and uh, I think people are acknowledging that, and it's having a big effect. But uh, the stock market's just broken 30,000. Never been broken, that number. That's a sacred number, 30,000. 
so the president hosting that impromptu, very brief uh, press briefing here at the White House just moments ago after uh, giving the green light for a peaceful uh, transfer of power to Joe Biden. But this was no, by no means a concession by Donald Trump, quite the opposite, tweeting out a photo this morning saying, I concede nothing standing over that desk. We will see uh, President Trump... Uh, Trump here at the White House later this afternoon for a turkey pardoning ceremony, a tradition here at the White House. Jody. Okay, Ash, thank you. A new report has revealed the devastating impact of the coronavirus pandemic on Australia's film and television industry. Screen Australia's annual drama report shows feature film production collapsed last financial year to an almost 40-year low. Only 17 features and two co-productions started shooting, down from 43 films the previous year. Shooting is underway again with an influx of Hollywood stars thanks to Australia's relative COVID safety. In sports, Steve Smith has sent a warning to India that his batting is back in touch. Smith had a four-month lean patch in the IPL, but is back feeling good with the bat during his stint in quarantine with the one-day team. The quarantining Aussies will only join the other half of the one-day squad on Friday morning, hours before the opener against India. Smith also hasn't ruled out a possible return to the Australian captaincy after being sacked following the sandpaper saga in South Africa. Perth Scorchers captain Sophie Devine has claimed back-to-back -back Women's Big Bash Player of the Tournament awards after a sterling 2020. The New Zealand captain narrowly beat out her Aussie counterpart Meg Lanning and England captain Heather Knight for the award. Devine and Knight will face off tonight when the Scorchers take on the Melbourne Stars in the first semi-final before the Brisbane Heat play the Sydney Thunder in tomorrow night's second semi. Both games are live on 7 mate. Perth Glory have suffered an agonising late loss in the Asian Champions League. The Glory were on track for a surprise win over Korean side Ulsan before they capitulated, conceding two late goals. Breaking free. Junior in the centre. Oh. And that is the class of a Brazilian who scores for fun in the K-League and he's broken Perth's hearts in the Champions League. The 2-1 loss leaves Perth pointless in Group F. Melbourne victory were thoroughly outclassed by Beijing FC in their 3-1 loss. A group of penguins from Chicago's aquarium have been taken on the ultimate sporting field trip. The trio was given a special tour of Soldier Field, home of the Chicago Bears. They've been treated to several outings this year after COVID-forced closure of their aquarium. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs will maintain heat and storms in northern Australia and cause heat to intensify across the interior. Troughs in the east will trigger showers and storms in eastern Queensland, southeastern New South Wales and eastern Victoria. Around the capitals today, a possible morning shower in Brisbane, partly cloudy in Sydney and Canberra, a top of 25 degrees. Sunny in Melbourne heading for 29, partly cloudy in Hobart. Sunny in Adelaide, a top of 33 today. Cloud clearing in Perth and a possible shower or storm and 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 25th of November.